Nawlins. New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. I don't like this. I don't like this. If you're saying it wrong, right? If you're saying it wrong, is it New Orleans or New Orleans? I think the wrong is New Orleans. New Orleans is wrong. But what's the more common wrong? New Orleans or New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans? I feel like people say New Orleans. I I say New Orleans. New Orleans. Which is like, I guess, like kind of half correct because it's New Orleans. (laughs) You're just trying to say New Orleans. New Orleans. No. You're listening to uh, Attraction Ears, a, uh, a theme park podcast. The one-stop shop for theme parks and themed things and themed mountains. We're Attraction Ears. Come on now to Gracie Chelsea's one-stop shop for <laughs> theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, um, this is, uh, is Attraction Ears. Um, this is a theme park podcast. Uh, I, my name is Sean Aitchison and I'm joined by my wife. Chelsea Cruz. Uh, and we are big theme park fans and wanted to turn that hyperfixation into um, something that you all have to listen to. Yeah, because honestly, where else is it going to go? Yeah, where else does t- <laughs> podcasts or hyperfixations go to uh, thrive? Yeah, like literally, that's, why, that's yeah. why everyone has one. Yeah, exactly. Or if they worked on a TV show, there's very popular podcasts of you watching your TV show over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Who knows? That's why our fixations go to die for those ones. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah. So uh, the basic setup is just that we're going to like, you know, choose a ride or attraction, not necessarily like a ride. It doesn't have to be like a roller coaster. It can be a walkthrough. It can I be. I think it just has to be something that, like a, it itself is a theme of the well, I hate to bring up this comparison, but you know, like, what was it the, the the court ruling on what pornography is? It's like you know when you see it. That's it's, Eleanor Roosevelt's description of pornography. I thought it was a court ruling. Anyway, I only know this because uh, of Parks and Rec, but that's how Eleanor Roosevelt describes so it. So it's kind of the same thing where with attraction, where it's like you kind of know what's an attraction. So like like a themed restaurant, maybe not an attraction. A themed restaurant with shows and animatronics, hey, that's kind of an attraction. Hold on, now we're gonna go into debate because I think that a themed restaurant. Technically, well, not like no, 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 no. like not like not like something specifically like heavily themed. I'm talking about like oh, it's like a, a tiki restaurant. There's you know, a like difference between Margaritaville and uh, Olive Garden, I guess. Is that well, what you're no, 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 no. Like those two, I feel like are in the same category. I feel like it's more like there's a difference between like a Margaritaville and like one of the like Galaxy's Edge restaurants. If we get a hundred followers and listeners, we, I will I will work over podcast. This is going to be an ongoing garden. This is going to. <laughs> This is going, this is going to be an uh, ongoing say, debate look. about like what an attraction is, but it, it is generally kind of, you know it when you see it <laughs> more or less. Yes. Yeah, so just like the pornography. Exactly. Okay. Um, and also check out our pornography podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can you imagine though a pornography podcast? Uh, well... Yeah, you're imagining it. No, I'm not imagining. I'm like, the, I'm imagining the logistics you're imagining of it. A pornographic <laughs> podcast right now because I'm imagining just like sultry talking, and then it goes into like it goes into like and na- <laughs> then I'm more like, oh, I love when you rock me on our Tempur-Pedic mattress on our purple mattress sponsored by Purple Mattress. <laughs> Oh my god, you might have to cut this <laughs> We're already off the rails. Okay. Honestly, like, yeah, you might have to cut that out. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, 
So we'll we'll basically choose an attraction. We'll talk about it in detail, kind of our history with it, the history of it briefly. And then like more or less like again, I don't want to cover too much that we covered in our intro episode, but like it's just thinking about it. Listen to episode zero. Yeah, it's thinking about it as a piece of art. And analyzing it. So it's the same way a film podcast might go into detail about a film or a TV show or something like that. Just like, this is a thing that exists. Let's analyze what it what works, what doesn't, what it's aiming for, etc. Yes. Uh, and we wanted to start with Haunted Mansion. I know. Uh, because we have quite a history. This is like our collectively our favorite ride. Like, this is both our favorite ride. This is our favorite ride. We have several decorations of Haunted Mansion in our home year-round. Yeah. Yeah. Our spooky year-round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Haunted Mansion. It's, uh, it's so, I mean, yeah, like, tell me your history with it. Okay, this is, like, my first memory about Haunted Mansion is that when I was probably, like, eight years old going to Disneyland with my family, I did not want to ride Haunted Mansion. Same. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> come on, it's scary. It's spooky. It's, t- it's called Haunted Mansion. Yeah. This is night in the 90s. It's yeah. still scary. Yeah. Now it's not as scary, but oh, like, you know, to me as an adult, it's not as scary. But I was eight. I think I cried through the whole ride queue and then I cried through the whole ride. And then at the end, when the the hitchhiking ghosts are in there in your buggy, my mom was like, look, there's a ghost. <laughs> and then I was like crying, but waving. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, hi. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so cute. I, I have a very similar story where, like, I I used to be really afraid of a dark, the dark and, like, like, I, I don't know if it's a century specific thing, but, like, I mean, I'm going to be mentioning it a hundred times on every episode, but I have ADHD and autism. Oh, so, like, this episode? <laughs> on every episode, I said. Oh, also, just every episode here. In life and in I general. I just want to say, like, shout out to, like, Sonic Adventure Podcast. Like, just for, <laughs> Sonic Podcast Adventure, how sorry, dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was on it recently. <laughs> sorry. Um, yes, I have a Sonic Podcast to go listen to that. Um, okay. So, like, it, it, like, one of my century things with that is that, like, when I'm in the dark, it feels like, like, I like taking everything in. I think that's how my brain works is, like, I enter a room, I take everything in very quickly and kind of get a ba- my bearings. Yeah. And when it's in the dark, you just kind of feel like, you feel like, you know, you've got, like, like blinders on. And yeah. it just, it just kind of makes me uncomfortable. It always has since yeah, I was a kid. like, you're looking at nothing. So, yeah, like, things lurking in the dark was always, like... A, part of my like childhood fear not necessarily the fear of the dark just the fact that like you're in light and you see something far away in the dark Mm -hmm. like or you see something darker farther away that's kind of where the fear comes from okay so like so of course haunted mansion is going to scare me and like you know my brain my brain was imaginative when i would like see a dark hallway i would think well there's clearly ghosts and monsters in there yeah uh, and a very cute kid thing i did uh would be like i'd be like well ghosts don't like it when you're uh you know uh doing this like you know ghosts don't like it when you're reading a book in bed so you know they will they'll stay away from me like i would I like make that up- you had like your own <laughs> well, yeah you're on like you know what if uh, if i brush my teeth the ghost won't cut get my teeth i would yeah i was making up rules to to like solve the problems that I, my brain created, <laughs> which is just anxiety. That that is li- that is literally the definition of anxiety. Yes. So like yeah, no, like or I'd be like, oh, it goes to like it when I'm uh, putting on my socks, like you know, just like 
<laughs> stuff like that. So regardless, I was afraid of ghosts and afraid of the dark. Um, yeah. well, not necessarily afraid of ghosts, just afraid of what was in the dark, possibly ghosts. Right. You know, um, so the Haunted Mansion, I was definitely afraid of. And it's like, it doesn't look, it technically doesn't look scary from the outside because it's meant to. Yeah, it's not kept. meant to look scary. Um, and then my parents described it to me and I obviously knew what haunted meant. Yeah. Uh, and I went to Disneyland as a kid and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm scared. And I was like hugging a plushie I had, I think. Right. Oh, it, so cute. It was a little frog put plushie, I think. Aww, <laughs> that's adorable. Um, and uh, I held it tight throughout and I kind of opened and closed my eyes throughout. But then like, I kind of don't really remember where or why like i started to like it more yeah. um i i it might have just been like as an adult I'm like oh like like disney rides are cool and interesting yeah. and it just kind of became like oh i should maybe like not be afraid of haunted mansion because it's like a really cool piece of art yeah uh and then eventually it became like my favorite ride because i think it has like i uh, like <sighs> I'll talk about this a lot, probably. Like, like I think, like uh, what uh, what works a lot about like dark rides and about Disneyland overall is that like it's a lot of great magic tricks mm -hmm. that are really good at like even if they're not fooling you, they're good about bringing you in. They're like that really good build up, yeah, um, and immersion. Uh, so like Haunted Mansion just has like the most like cool magic tricks going on for it, mm, yeah. Um, and that's why like it ended up becoming my favorite. And then like you know we get into the lore, et cetera, et cetera. And then we met each other, started dating. We At Haunted Mansion. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> We kidding. started going, yeah, no, she was a ghost. Um, well, I, I think I didn't mention this to you. Like, after the first time we went Oh, yes, Mansion, I'm sorry. I, I, I started rambling on. No, please go on, yeah. <laughs> I think in just general, I think maybe... I don't think it was because of Haunted Mansion, but I think it's in general. I always liked Halloween. I always liked Halloween. I always liked spooky things. Farm films and whatnots. Yeah. And Haunted Mansion is part of that technically with ghosts and stuff. But yes, yeah. go back to when we met. Yeah. So we, 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 you, you were more of a Disney it. goer than I oh. was. Yes. Sorry. Um, and I was like, I liked it, but I hadn't gone like frequently. And yeah. then we both got like passes and we went frequently before that. Yeah. I mean, like, I think at the time I had the pass when the pass was cool. Just <laughs> when it, when we were all called. You know, AP holder. <laughs> Back in the day, we yeah. had our magnets on our cars. Yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, because I had a pass and because I had a boyfriend, I was like, well, I have to, you have to go. Yeah. We would sort of just more, have a pass to something. And yeah. We started going go. more. We, we moved in with each other. We got passes and we went like frequently. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually I proposed to you in front of the haunted mansion. You did, but it was really funny because first you asked me what was my favorite ride. And I was in, I was still in between pirates and haunted mansion being, which favorite. is a fair debate. Look, it's, I think it's because pirates has like black pearl and black pearl is such a new movie. And I kind of, my brain went to like, Oh yeah, I love pirates because I like the movie pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the goal. I think I also thought about Thunder Mountain being my favorite ride. And then I was like, nah. No, I think it's more likely to be Haunted Mansion because um, because of the whole Halloween aspect and because of how much I liked Haunted Mansion or just in general, how much I like it more than most of the rides now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you proposed to me in front of there. Yeah, I proposed to you in front of uh, uh, Haunted Mansion. Um, <laughs> it's a silly story. Um, it, it like... 
So it was the 50th anniversary, right, at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, let's take a picture in front of mansion for the 50th. Yeah. And like, I was having trouble getting the box out of my <laughs> pocket. So I was like, let's take a few more while the person's taking photos for us. I'm like, oh, God damn. And then I had to like really quickly get down and Which like. reminds me, did you even tell that person that that was happening? No, I should have, I think. Should've yeah, probably I probably should have. Um, so, yeah, I took out the ring and I said, well, I said, will you marry me? And then you were like in shock and you're like, are you serious? And then I guess my brain broke and I said, no, I'm not serious. Yeah, I was like, okay. You know why it's funny too is because the box you opened has a little like. Had a little flap in there. Flap yeah. In there. And I thought like there was nothing in there. And I was like, I wasn't going to be like, oh, you're so poor. You can't yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, oh, look, he's not serious. No. Um, and you said yes. Uh, and we got free ice cream from the vendor nearby <laughs> who saw it happen. Go, yeah. If you want to go in on a tip for Disney, don't do this. No, don't. Please, no, don't please, do don't. this. <laughs> Oops. One moment. Playful spooks have interrupted our tours. Please remain seated in your doom buggy. Another funny thing about it was like, like I wasn't, <laughs> that was the dog shaking. Uh, I wasn't sure if the, in front of the gate was a good photo because I feel like sometimes the gate itself blocks the view of the right, mansion right. So we're on the or, 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 or something. Like, yeah. Or like, I wasn't like it. I hadn't walked past the gate recently enough to like have it in my head that yeah. like, oh, that's a good viewing spot. And also there's people. I think that's what it was. I there was the people. the funniest part about that too was that like, technically like you're, you're not, you don't like to take as many pictures. Like, yes. In general. That's why it was like, the let's, giveaway. Let's, yeah. Not even the dead giveaway. It wasn't even a giveaway when it was happening. It was just like, you were asking me, can I, can we take a picture from the Haunted Mansion while it was busy? And I was like, God, you want to just like a selfie, like go real quick? And then you were like, no, can we find a person to take a picture? And I was like, ah, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember that clearly because I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you said yes. And uh, many people clapped. But yeah, so we were on the side yeah, is so what I was saying. So there's like people line. just kind of sitting there. People clapped everywhere. Yeah, we you proposed to me in front of... Uh, people it was on my birthday too it where you thought you birthday. had a birthday surprise for me I with like a so dinner and a view of the show no, and i was like hey. this is my advice first of all a do not go to disneyland and fake propose in front of people just to get free shit please don't do that i will i will come there after are, you there, is at there least, are a bunch of people who already do that like on tiktok i was gonna say there's at least five tiktokers who yeah. Have that, yeah there are so many stupid things people do on tiktok for free shit and then uh second is um what was I going to say? <laughs> I was going to say something. Uh, about the side, about uh, proposing, about, oh, the surprise. Oh, yeah. I think, like, you don't need a full plan, but at least tell that person. Yeah, and yeah. taking Listen. the picture. Uh, it's hilarious. But yeah, see, so like, Honda Mansion means a lot to us. Yeah, and, you know, it does. Um, and, uh... Yeah. Uh, so do you want to get into like, uh, is there anything else you want to cover like with your history, like any stories to tell or anything? Um, like that was the big story, you know? <laughs> I mean, I know that's the big story, but I'm trying to think of any other stories because I've been, you know, I used to be a, like an annual pass holder mm -hmm. long ago. I think <laughs> I'll say this and it's really stupid. Um, I did not for a long time have an Instagram and the first time I logged in and got an Instagram account was in front of Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's, um, and then... Like, oh, this is Grimeworthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, the first photo I posted was, like, the corner of the Haunted Mansion in, like, a... 
in my gut filter font. Uh, artsy hipster font. Oh, yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's me. Um, I was going to say, too, that um, I, I wasn't going to say... Um, we always write it like twice, basically. Every time basically. We go. Yeah. Oh, also, Rita has a haunted mansion collar. Yeah, our doggy has a little haunted mansion collar. Now she looks. And, and now she's licking herself. So part of this podcast is that Rita is also in the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's only she's only the cover art. Um, yeah, that's true. Rita's yeah. here. Um, yeah, that about that about does it for our history. Do you want to do a brief little talk about the history of the mansion itself? Yeah, sure. Because like we we want to we want to like we're not a history podcast. We're not here to tell like the full deep dive history. Well, in general, it's like look. I know that this isn't this isn't as niche as you used. Used to be right. Yeah, like everyone has an. <laughs> everyone has like a podcast of theme parks or like a history of theme parks. YouTube. That's all around nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can go briefly into some of the history and like who who done built the thing. Yeah, that works. Yeah, um, yeah, like just enough to like kind of like like a, to build a skeleton of our conversation more or less. So in nineteen. 19- when he walked his, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, you have more of the notes on the history. I, I, I took a few things, like, um, what was it? Uh, th- there was some stuff I wrote about, like the the early history about how, like, um, you know, R- uh, Rolly Crump and Yale Gracie are the more known, like, uh, people like who who worked on it. But it, it does like it, it starts very early with like Walt. Like when he was making the Mickey Mouse theme park idea and for Burbank, he always knew he wanted a main street and then at like a spooky house off the corner of the road. Yeah. And that's kind of like the origin point of it, where it's like every small town had that abandoned house on yeah, the, yeah, up yeah. the hill that everyone made a thousand ghost stories up about, you know, which yeah. kind of leads into like, oh, there's a bunch of ghosts there because there's a bunch of ghost stories about those houses. At least that's my kind of theory. Um, and that's where it starts. And it starts with like, uh, was it like middle America, like Midwestern architecture? Um, and uh, there was art done by Harper Goff. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was, yeah, we all know it was going to be a walkthrough attraction uh, originally. And it was just called the Ghost House well, during early inception. Know, oh, yeah. Yes. Most fans of it know that it was originally going to be a walkthrough attraction with yes. the Museum of the Weird attached to it. Yes. Um, or Museum of Oddities. But yes. Was it? Oh, here it is. Um, Museum of the Weird. That's what Raleigh Crump names it in uh, Wonderful World of I think it's the wonderful war yeah. of color, the show, um, when uh, it's like before the Haunted Mansion is like complete and built, they go through concepts and wonderful yeah, yeah. of color. And then I think that's the 10th anniversary of Disneyland. So like yeah. 65. Yeah. I mean, and also the, the, the building was there from opening day, right? No, the building started in 61. Right. 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 But like the building laid empty for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it was okay. I had is rural Midwest. Uh, architecture uh, conceived as the old house, old house on the hill, up the crooked path. Like that was a big thing. Was like the crooked path leading yeah, up yeah. to this old haunted house, um, and it would later become a New Orleans mansion, yeah. uh, which is like spe- like that kind of um, leads into the more Gracie and Crump era of the design and conceptual conceptualization. Yeah. Well, th- so like the outside was designed by Ken Anderson. 
And he also worked on many of the Disney animated uh, films at the time. And basically, yeah, Walt was like, hey, can you make something pretty yeah. <laughs> outside? Yeah. Uh, he made the, he designed the outside. And then there were three other Imagineers that helped with the design, which was Mark Davis, Exitensio, and Claude Coates. And then to get more into the inside of the mansion, yeah, it was Yale Grace and Raleigh Crump. Yale Gracie also was the one who made the tricks for most of it. Like you can see Yale Gracie's photo in popular um, photos where he's like standing with the original Hatbox Ghost. Yeah. He also worked with the Magic Castle. And that's why if you go into the Magic Castle, if you go like... It's like in the basement. I guess, yeah, it's like in the basement. There's still like magic shows going on, but they have a lot about how um, magic trips, magic tricks from them also helped with Disney's construction at the time. Why won't this copy? I know, dude. What is with Windows and copy and paste? Is it with Windows? Windows has given me the you most just problem. update? Because my update has been crazy. I don't know. Anyways, there was a sign. I wasn't going to send it to you. There's a sign that was there before Yo, wait, wait, the it's, it's, uh It's in your notes, I think. Hold on. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, it's here. It's a lot of Google Docs. I have to make it bigger so I can see it. Um, yeah, yeah. So it says, Notice all ghosts and restless spirit. Post-lifetime leases are now available in this haunted mansion. So like... They were... Pre- they were... Very... Friendly it as like a retirement hall for ghosts at the beginning. Yeah, very early on it was... Uh, it was like pitched as it's not all of these ghosts died and haunt this place. It's these ghosts all kind of like... It's a waypoint for spirits. Yes. They all kind of just go to it, you know? And then also with people who are important to Haunted Mansion, um, it's worth notice, uh, worth noting that uh, the Imagineer Leota Toombs was also working and is the face of Madame Leota. Mm-hmm. And the and voice, the original voice. No, the voice of Madame Leota. Bleh. The voice of Madame Leota is Eleanor Audley, who also plays Maleficent and Lady Tremaine. Oh, okay. Uh, Lady Tremaine, if you don't. Oh, that tracks. That Lady sounds Tremaine like her, yeah. Cinderella's stepmom. <laughs> no, no, that, that tracks with Maleficent. But I thought when they had to redo the face, they had Leota's daughter. So that comes later. They, It's not redoing the face. Um, they, for, what's it called? For Haunted Mansion Holiday, the face is Leota's daughter. Oh, okay. And then the voice is, uh, hold on. The voice of Madame Leota later on is also a known voice actor. Probably a Maleficent copycat. You know, it's probably the Maleficent King of Hearts it voice. Is. You, fuck, you Dude, fucking... Every every voice actor that is dead okay. for for old Disney villains that are in King of Hearts yeah. are also them in the parks and shit. Okay, so Haunted Mansion Holiday, which we could talk about later on too. Um, the Leota is played by Kim Irvine, who is Leota Toons' daughter, and it's voiced by Susan Blanksley, who is Wanda and Mrs. Turner from Very Oh, that, and then she's also Maleficent. In I get why she shows and she has that voice. New, yeah. Newer media, aka Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Um, okay, yeah. So the sign is up. It, there's a teaser for it, and it kind of lays empty for a few years because of the World's Fair, right? Yeah. So they take a break in the middle of finishing Haunted Mansion to put the whole Imagineering team on making World's Fair for 64-65. And that's when they start to like show what kind of audio animatronics are going to go into uh, Haunted Mansion and show yeah. like 
Ooh, look at all these peppers, ghosts. <laughs> all these peppery ghosts in there. Peppery ghosts. I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're too married. We have the I same know. stupid sense of humor. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then when does it actually start construction again? I believe it starts or restarts because it opens. Oh, boy. I need to also look up this. Why didn't I put that down? <laughs> Why didn't Haunted Mansion open? 69? Uh, oh my god, we should know this. I think it's 69. <laughs> yeah, 69. Please cut that out. Nice. No, it's yeah. funnier when you can hear my clickety-clackety. No, 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 it's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. So yeah, in... In 1969, Haunted Mansion opens um, August 9th, 1969. Oh, very close. Now it's 50. It's my birthday. I know. Rio season. That's why. Anyways, it opens. Um, There are a lot of people wanting to get in. Uh, It first had like a full uh, graveyard on the side, but then they had to change it to a queue. Like, it, so like the graveyard the f- used to be in where the line is now. Like it was a full like yeah. like yard. Yeah, that's you interesting. I didn't know that. It. That was one part of like like having. To that's why it looks so cramped. Well, that's the thing. And then also they had more tombstones. Before, yeah, and then they moved them all high up. And they only kept about like. Oh wait, wait, no. Okay, so I know what you're So that 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 part where you kind of go up that queue. Like near the the what looks like the catacombs, yeah, the catacombs, yes. uh, the mausoleum like in the queue where, where they're on the wall, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that used to be all grass, and then the graveyard, the graves that are up top, used to be like all over. Yes, but then when but the winding path was always there. No, that's newer. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because they had to build a queue. Even I think the winding part is a little different because they didn't know. I don't think they knew how to funnel out how much the line would be. Right. That's that's like why it's a winding path is because like it's there to trick you on how close you think you are. Yeah, I mean that's inside. that's like the one of the basics of uh was it oh uh Defunctland's video about uh uh fast passes talks about this concept. It's something engineering. I keep reading the term. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that they don't do it as often anymore because I feel how long oh, rise yeah. of the resistance is. Or I feel- well, the rise of the resistance at least takes you through different stuff. Okay, fine. I see how much space is wasted in Transformers. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, I was going to say, um, so it opens and it's like, this is probably... It, it's it's incorporating in its building some of the more advanced, not animatronics, but special effects. Like the animatronics, they, yeah. they had pretty down by then, right? Yeah, like mean, their like, style and how they move and all that stuff. Um, but it was more about like making them appear as they as though they were ghostly. So again, yeah. this is where the magic trick parts come in. It's literally Pepper's ghost is a magic trick. In fact, I have a I have a thing about that. Hold on, it's um, it's uh, it's either Gracie or Crump. It's definitely um, have to be Gracie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Serio. So most of the time worked on the inner design. Yeah. That's why. Yale Gracie learned about Pepper's ghost effect from an old 1913 book called, you ready for this? The Boy Mechanic <laughs> by D.R. Klein, which is like a hobby book that has like 700 things for boys to do that involve like amateur engineering and mechanical. It was like, it's kind of of the Boy Scout era, you know, where it's like, oh, a, a boy has to learn how to, you know, woodwork. It's like the bushcraft outdoor survival. Yeah, yeah. It's like a boy knows needs to learn how to woodwork and like 
build a thing that does this. And it's like, it, it's, it's for inquisitive, like, you know, it's early STEM, right? <laughs> it's early uh, uh, STEM classes. Yes, because boys can do anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, it's like, uh, I'm sure it's just like, oh, uh, grab a glass plane and do this to make a Pepper's Ghost, you know? Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And it was originally a magic, like a stage magic trick, too. Yeah, I feel like magic... Like the profession of being a magician was like some of the earliest things to be like intriguingly have a instructional guide for sale. Yeah. Either like A, to be like fun and learn magic or B, to like scam people. No offense to magicians. But, yeah. Like, come on. Let's yeah. think of your early history. Well, I mean, like, like a on paper, an illusionist, as they like to be called sometimes, yes. is someone who is tricky like literally magic trick it is a trick it, yeah. you are fooling people but you are trying to be the difference between fooling and scamming is just that you're more theatric about it listen in the office specifically when jim helper makes a new book to trick doit into yeah. making a uh, banquet for the party the book is by james trickington <laughs> <laughs> i have to i have to include that yeah. I'm sorry, if you're gonna continue reading, like lip reading the podcast, listening to this podcast, I will divulge into other pop culture things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so uh, Yale Gracie used like is like learned about and knows are, like since a kid. Yeah. How to do Pepper's Ghost effects? So it's like immediately like oh make it look like a ghost by doing this and yeah. that's like the big show piece um but then other things like um putting a big screen in front of the ghost at the graveyard and like putting uh translucent clothes on top of more skeletal figures like all contribute to this stuff um projection early projection mapping but yeah. like it wasn't a digital projector it was literally like a film projector right yes that projected like what was the trick for um the bus originally it was just there's just a black screen around their faces so that when they project it at the face the only thing that's lit up is what they need to be lit up so it's like early projection mapping oh i didn't know that um yeah like so they, they would film them with like a black circle around them yeah or you know you know what i mean like um, that would make sense um I just, so a I lot of expect same for uh the crystal ball yeah 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 exactly and, and this is the stuff where it's that's why i didn't move before it was just on the thing right yeah um that's the kind of stuff where it's like this is what fascinates me. It's all just a bunch of cool magic tricks together in one place that all are trying to achieve the same effect of like these are apparitions and spirits. Yeah. Um, and then there's like floating the the floating candle in the hallway. It's like it th like again, this one specifically has the most ties to stage magic. Yeah. Um, using mirrors and smoke and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh what else is there for the history? Like in uh after it was open. Or like anything like anything else to add before we just kind of start talking about it. I mean, I do have like notable updates for. Oh yeah, go for it. I mean, the most notable one was like earlier we did talk about the Hatbox Ghost being part of the promotional footage um, with the L Gracie. And there is evidence of one that they were working on, like a test model. Yes, and apparently they had like two. I forget, is there actual stories that people remember seeing it or is it unconfirmed? There was always a story about people like, you know, accidentally taking a flash photography, maybe seeing it in the corner, maybe around 2009. And then that's kind of when the whole, like... Legend. Legend, and maybe like that's why Guillermo del Toro has a copy of it. I think what it was too is like when it opened, 
they were still trying like like I imagine it was open for a few years. They're like, oh, let's try and get that hot box sourcing. They would put it in and test it, take it out. That's exactly what like, happened. Back and forth. It's at, not. It's not more of in like, like well, like the the seventies, you know, more or less. Well, yeah. So like early seventies. So yeah. like it was part of it's. It was supposed to be part of it the whole time, right? It was in the promotional like leaflets of it. It was in again. I keep talking about the one. Po- Photo with Yale Gracie, Pepper's Ghost, and yeah, Hatbox uh, Ghost. So those were already released in like nine, uh, not ninety, in 60, 64, 65. And then the, the what you said earlier exact is exactly what happened. Is that like the lighting and the <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the lighting and the illusion would work like in the wed studio and. It wouldn't work inside of the actual haunted marriage. Yeah. So when they turned it on, yes, when they turned it on, you could see both heads at the same time. Yeah. Again, the illusion is that like hat box goes head and then his head disappears back into the hat box. That's the illusion. That's what it's supposed to be. So basically, in like 2015, getting ready for like the 60th anniversary of Disneyland, they decided to actually put that in. And they had like, I could go. I could go into more, and I, I forget the imaginary name, but you had. He was like a very big fan of Yo Gracie, and you can actually like watch on Behind the Attraction, the Haunted Mansion episode, where he talks about like being such a big fan of Yo Gracie, and then actually making the half boss goes for the fiftieth or yeah. the sixtieth. Yeah, sixtieth, sixtieth. Yeah, the, that, so the that, that is, and then one of the other updates was originally the it was the Beating Heart Bride. Where it's just like a mannequin of like a shadowy face. Yeah, that that actually has gone through a lot more. It's gone through like a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, again, like if we went more into the the full haunted mansion story, is that like we didn't know what the haunted mansion story was going to be. Yeah, I'm gonna get through that in a second. Okay. Um. So, uh. But yeah, like it's um. It was like the beating our bride, and then became a projection map of the thing, where yeah. like you fully see like her spirit inhabit her dress uh, yeah. and stuff like that. And then with all the updates that came up, they added the whole attic scene where there's multiple photographs of like heads being cut off. Yeah, heads they, being cut off with the bride. They coalesced it into more of a story with the bride versus just here's some things in the attic moving, and then here's a bride, and then you you know you're out like, the window. Like Constance Hatchaway, here you go. You're yeah, Miss like, Attic. Over over the years, like that's that's where I want to talk about the story of it. And we'll and we'll, we'll do like a brief walkthrough of the ride. Okay. Um, but like the the story, there's not really much of a story because it's a lot of creatives kind of struggling over like what the tone should be, and then eventually oh, yeah. they settle on like, oh, it's spooky at the beginning and a little bit more fun and yeah, silly yeah, yeah. at the end. Um, but through that, they're all trying to focus on the tone so much they didn't really get a chance to like build a story. Yeah. And most there is a story, but you have to infer most of it. And, and if we're talking about what we do and don't like, that's kind of what I like. I like it and I don't like it at the same time. I like that you kind of have to infer it, but I wish there was a little bit more context clues that like uh, of what it is. And I mean, you know, it's not it's not the fault of. In general, there are a lot, there are a lot of like Disney rides in the beginning that just don't really have a clear like what are, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the I mean, in fact, like Pirates just pretty recently added that uh, guy in the treasure chest in the rope. Yeah, where it shows him in uh, death and then in life because yeah. that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be seeing the pirates in death and then in life. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so uh, like I guess let's start with a brief like walkthrough of the attraction. So like you uh, walk through the graveyard uh, in the queue. You uh, walk into the uh, entrance and then you go into the stretching room. Yeah. Uh, and then you are told like, oh, there's 999 Happy Hans. There's always room for one more. Uh, find a way out. Yeah, the ghost toast. How yeah. to get the hell out of his house. Uh, and then you see his hanging skeleton, which is probably the most darkest thing in a Disney ride there is. And that was like part of the original yeah. Then beginning. Yeah. That that was very like uh when it was cuz yeah, 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 there was um what was it? The uh oh my god. Uh the yes. uh the the sea captain. Yeah. Very early on the walkthrough attraction version of this ride was supposed to be like, oh, this is the mansion of like a sea captain who was like a ruthless killer uh and then like changed his name, gained a fortune and had this us and then his wife finds out he murders his wife and then his wife haunts him, other ghosts start haunting him, the 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 ghosts of his victims start haunting him and then it drives him to suicide. Yeah. Uh you know, light heart like light Disney happy. Yeah, it's like fun. a fun, like a fun time. Um <laughs> and uh like so so yeah, the the actually you know what that brings before we go into the full walkthrough, before we finish that, uh I have a little section I've created for the show. What is it? Called Artifacts. Like R T Capital F Facts. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's where I will bring up some cool uh and interesting unused or like rarely used or kind of like um discarded, uh used and then discarded uh concepts that have been in the ride. So there's there's quite a few. Um and, and do you think we should go through the walkthrough first before we talk about this stuff or what, what do you think is the best way to do this? I mean if it goes through things that are going if it's like coinciding with what's what you're walking through what could have been there that could make sense okay then let, let's go back to the, the the dark ride uh but you know just know I'll bring up some artifacts <laughs> I'm very proud of that clever pun because um, I'm just kidding yeah uh, really clever I'm just kidding. Well, yeah um anyway so uh yeah so you, you after the stretching room uh you come into the like the art gallery yeah where you see portraits that are all like changing and spooky and there's like lightning outside it's a rainy it's a rainy night you know always raining in there the bus watch you as you go by which is so funny uh like the, the funny it's kind of one of the funniest like things to me on how the bus came about was because like they were building the bus and then the negative i think it was again i think it was yellow grace and you realized like oh the negative is like oh the mold itself yeah, I was like, oh, the mold is oh that's following. cool and that's then cool. i build these and put them in there now yeah. it's like it's following and I, as much as i like that effect uh this is the one thing i will say that florida's mansion does better is that it puts it as part of the ride not the walk-up queue oh so you don't like stare so you can't like tell like obviously if you know the effect you know the effect yeah. but if it's a far away thing they put it in like the library they're on the shelves of books that you yeah, pass yeah, yeah. by before you see i think their stairwell that they have there oh yeah uh and like that is a better execution of that to me just because it's far away and you don't see the trick as obviously because you can get really close to those busts in the walkthrough yeah like their solution was putting them up high but it's it, it, it's done. You can yeah, see you how they were. Yeah, you see it. Yeah. But as a child. Yeah, but as a child, exactly. I was scared. <laughs> uh, and in dim lighting, your eyes don't adjust to it right away. You know? Yeah. Um, so if you're not staring at it, but regardless, I think... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the minutia shit. Now get onto the right. So you uh, are walking in the yeah. line. You see... I mean, in newer ones, you see like 
more spider webs than before. Um, One of the things that, uh, real quick, I want to talk about that, like, I didn't really notice until, like, a year or two ago where it's like, oh, shit, it's spooky to see these empty chairs floating because they float downward. They come down from their trek up previously. Uh, so it just looks like these floating stairs coming down a stairwell. Oh, sorry, it's, uh, floating chairs coming down a stairwell. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't think that was intended. Uh, sure you know, it was. But it's spooky to see that. I'm sure. And it adds intended. to the spookiness. Yeah, of it, yeah You yeah. know. Um, it's a crescendo of doom buggies. <laughs> yes, the doom buggies. Um, which, uh, another thing I want to talk about is that, like, God, they do not try to justify what the doom buggy is there's no overwritten bullshit like uh uh these are the these oh, yeah, are yeah. spectral vehicles it's yeah. like oh no, they're just doom buggies get on like it's funny to be like again you look at look like at from here slingers <laughs> okay we i was gonna go into encarta coast but yes let's go yeah. into web slingers right how do you <laughs> how to justify making a ride in marvel not it's not a spider-man ride yeah not it's absolutely it's not, not a spider ride. ride it is a web ride yeah <laughs> and, and it's like that could have just been about, like oh these are the golf carts they used to drive around the facility whatever you like, know i think it's because like because marvel movies are so popular and then because like just generally the the phantasmic not the phantasmic the fan fascination of like people really going into like watching a movie and then coming out of the movie be like but I don't get why this is this. And then like whoever yeah, is making something is getting stuck. It's in, like, assuming the audience. It's assuming the audience doesn't want to just like isn't there to play. Yeah. They need, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, which is kind of a thing. It's like, uh, like, like fucking stupid, dumb dudes are just like, uh, well, I'm not here to play. Tell me why I'm in this vehicle. It's like, OK, like, <laughs> like it's a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a mirror. Um, so uh, my like he- internal like headcanon for the new buggy is that it is the spirits whisking you through. Like you're not yeah. actually supposed to be sitting in something. It's like. A haunt, or maybe you are, but it's like just a regular chair, and the haunts are kind of guiding you through. Yeah, um, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, because they're all black; they just they they blend in with the darkness, so it's like you're just being lifted by spirits, you yeah. know. Um, so, or just like a haunted carriage. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you're going through. Oh, actually, that brings me up to artifacts. Oh God. Um, originally, at one point, this was going to be a lonesome ghost themed ride. Oh, like the show? Yeah. The, so the TV? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the the old Mickey short. Yeah. Um, and the idea, like this, that specific theming idea was what led them to add a vehicle instead of a walkthrough. Because the idea was like, oh, these ghosts won't let any renovation happen, but they will let you go through with a uh, cart made of two by fours. That's kind of cute. Um, which then, which it doesn't make sense why that would lead them to be like, oh, then that means you can go through a cart. Maybe it just means they don't want to touch, but yeah. I, I, I'm guessing somebody was like, what we want this. It might be easier to make this a ride through. So let's kind of make up a reason. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know, but uh, that was um, they, they ended up not using Lonesome Ghost, obviously, but they then took the idea of a uh, like kind of a nondescript uh, ride vehicle. I kind of think that like it's it's the influence of having like a lot of carnivals having like a haunted house. 
you know, like not like a great haunted house, but it's just, it's basically like to direct people. It's easier. It's easier to direct people if they're on a machine. It's like, exactly. Would you have, would you have people swim through? So like, like, that's the thing too. Before it became a ride through, there was a more of a focus on story because it was about, it was more theater. Yeah. It it was, which is funny. I didn't realize because we just saw the movie uh, and there's kind of a nod to this in uh, the Crump uh, mansion. Yeah. That like there's a tour guide telling you the story of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that was the original ride through attraction. You followed a tour guide who told you all these stories while like spooky things happen. Yeah. And, like, you know, little like flashes of light somewhere and then like full apparitions in some rooms, you know. So like it's slowly building up. And that was the sea captain thing. So yeah, it was yeah. it specifically was a walkthrough so that a cast member like a skipper at the mm-hmm. uh, jungle cruise could be like, and this happened and Ooh, and it was, he was the sea captain, you know, blood yeah. here, you know? So it's like, um, that's kind of like the last, like the, <laughs> our dog is stretching and her claws are hitting everything. Um, so like the, 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 to- the walkthrough version is the more story focused. The ride through version has less time to immerse you in it. So, yeah. which is probably why the story starts to get lost in further development. Yeah. I mean, in general, you, it's a ride and you're going through a spooky house. Yeah, there was also uh, an attempt to use um, Ichabod Crane in Sleepy Hollow as the theme. I can imagine that there are going to be multiple times where they'd be like, hey, you want to you wanna promote this? I mean, so we're promoting which, this at the same time? Which surprised me because I thought that was a more recent development, right? Where they're like, oh, every ride has to be themed after something. And it's like... Yeah, that's already exists. Some already exists in IP, but no, that I guess that's a more new thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that that's always been a thing. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, that's that's all I have for for there. Um so you get on the Doom buggies and you start riding. Uh why don't you take us through the earlier parts there? Um, you meet your first crow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you meet your first crow on the branch. Which people which is pretty meant to be the ghost host like apparition. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what people have said. Yeah. Um, there again, there is another nod. To, if we keep going through it, because we did just watch the movie, there is another nod to uh, the crow. And there's yeah. a part where Dave DeVito <laughs> just like, oh, sh- I don't know. Did anybody else know that was real? <laughs> Prime a Dave DeVito impression. Um, you go through. I believe you see your first coffin where it's like your hands coming out yeah you're going through um <laughs> i'm sorry the dog is tap dancing um you're going through uh like the hallways in the conservatory right uh no the greenhouse something like that yeah, yeah the, so the, like the conservatory again first you go through you're gonna have a debate on how <laughs> how haunted mansion works you're going through there is a your first dead guy <laughs> yes <laughs> and then you go through the endless hallways first, yes. though. Is it first? The endless hallways first, and it's almost a direct turn to the coffin in the right. house. This is why I can't do a podcast because I can just <laughs> remember it. Um, so it's it's the the endless hallway uh, with a suit of armor that appears to be moving, uh, and then the endless hallway has a candlestick floating in the distance, and it's like mirrors making it look lo- longer and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that, again, it's like like this is what I. This is what I like about the way that the tone ended up working and the tone and the vibe ended up working is that it starts out like a horror movie, right? Some strange things happen, but you're kind of like, that was probably nothing. I might just be tired. You know, that kind of horror movie justification where it's like, oh, that 
door looks like it's breathing and that door is knocking. Yeah, and yeah. Is that a hand coming across the clock? You know, like these little like um, things where it's like, oh, God, which is why <laughs> which is why the coffin feels so out of place uh, in this kind of reading of it. Where it's just like, why is there a guy trying to get out of a coffin? Anywho. So uh, well, I have to prove a point. Yeah. Um, I'll just keep saying like, I like no, you're right. Yeah, it is in this. Hallway. I like that. It starts like that. Where it's just like, and, and it, 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 it even starts in the beginning of like the queue. It's like, oh, this is just kind of a spooky house. You yeah. Closer. And then you're like, is that lightning? Or, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You hear things, you get into the door. It's like, oh God, is the moon room stretching or is it you? And then, uh, you know, you it's hear a spectrum, you. you know, it's, it, it's, you know, it's direct, obviously, like there's clearly a voice talking to you in the night moving and a floating candle, but it's, right. it's un, you don't see the spirits, you just see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that, that it starts out just like Scooby-Doo-ish, like, yeah. what's going on around here? It must be haunted, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, you go through the hallway some more. Uh, and what happens after the hallway? Like, you see some doors moving so and stuff. hallway, doors, doors breathing. You see the famous clock that is on the 13. Yeah. And then you see the hand come in on the shadow. Which is, I think, another reference to something they wanted to implement before, is that they wanted to, like, I can't remember the full fact. I know there's something about the hand. I, 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 I tried to find it, but it, like, the, the SEO searching for it didn't really quite work. But I know it's either the Haunted Mansion in Florida or here in California, mm-hmm. where there used to be an effect that they just kind of stopped bothering keeping up where um, a light and a giraffe can be seen in one of the windows or something like that. Mm. Um, but they, they, they stopped they, using it. I think just because the ball burned down and they were like, eh, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> No, I think this is just a red, like, uh, it was kind of just like a reference to a design they had earlier. Right. Like a design choice they had about like a hand reaching over. Um, it's the clock and then you go into the seance. No, I actually know what you're talking about. There's like concept art of that. So yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And then it's the seance room of Madame Miota. Does it go straight to the seance it room? It goes after the clock. It goes Madame Miota. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, and she summoned the spirits. She's like. Yes. She's summoning the spirits from the great beyond. Yeah. So that is Ring why. That's why before that, it's just appar- it's, uh, it's like poltergeists and things moving. Yeah. Um, but no actual ghosts, and then you move around, and then you go into the ballroom, right? Yeah, you go. It, it's right after the same room as the ballroom, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So. Oh my god, we don't know. Yes. <laughs> no, we just haven't written it recently. We haven't gotten to Disney recently. We don't have passes right now. Um, poor. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a Patreon so he can pay for our passes. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, so you go into the ballroom. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your favorite parts about the ballroom? I mean, it's 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 the showstopper, right? It's it's the best part of the mansion. Uh, I mean, people could have their favorite parts, but I think like objectively, that's objectively, the best part. Your favorite part is the ballroom. Uh, I'm a fan of the attic too. Um, okay, but yeah, so you go into the ballroom and you see like, well, she summoned the ghosts and they're here for a party, which is where it starts to get less, you know, spooky. Yeah, it's still a little spooky, but it's less. It, it's now like, oh, the ghosts are just having a fun afterlife. Right? I think it was like spooky. No, no, fun time. So oh, spooky, fun time, spooky again. Spooky again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it's you, you go into the ballroom. There's people dancing. There's people hanging on uh, the chandeliers, uh, and this is all Pepper's ghost. Like this is the yeah, yeah. the only actual use of the Pepper's ghost outside of 
the Hitchhiking Ghost, but that's a different version of Pepper's Ghost, more or less. Yeah, this is where, I mean, this is where most of the the effect is used yeah. in the ballroom. Um, is, uh, it's, um, what is it? It's, uh, it is a plane of glass. You're looking at a plane of glass mm-hmm. uh, and you're in the center, right? And then above you and below you, literally above and below where the, uh, the doom buggy is going are animatronics that are lit and unlit mm-hmm. uh, on and off at different times. And they're all moving and doing stuff at the table. And it's like a perfect replica of the room, but just in all black in those areas. Yeah. Or, ra- or rather all the props that they're interacting with. So like the guy hanging on the chandelier has a thing to hang on that's at the same height. And the guy who's sitting at the table has a chair that it's at the exact same height so that it appears when you look at the reflection and when the lights turn on, those ghosts, it looks they look like transparent people sitting at the table and on the chandelier and dancing in the ballroom and stuff. Yeah. Um, and something I, again, something I didn't notice until like uh, only a few years ago was that the hearse is crashed yeah. into like the wall and opening up and just letting ghosts come out. It's so funny. I guess hearses are the transportation vehicle for uh, ghosts. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the uh, the national symbol of, of death. holding a casket. Yeah. Um, so then you go into the attic, right? Yes, but also do not forget that the, the one of my favorite things in the ballroom is the organ player. Yeah, yeah, he's got this spooky little, again, little skull ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's also like one of the first like they were sh- they're showing it off in like the wonderful world of Disney's tenth anniversary of Disneyland um, special is that they were showing off the little version of it where it's just like a phantom organ player and little ghosts and skulls are coming out of the yeah, organ. Yeah. I like that part. I like that part a lot because uh, it's just like, again, it's all simple effects, but yeah. they're so effective. Yes. Um, and I also like too that I think it's supposed to be the same piano player as the one, the shadow in the attic. It's hard. It's hard to pair this together. <laughs> um, anyway, so then you you go to the attic. Um, oh, actually, I like the dueling guys, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They co- they're coming out of their photos and still having their duel. Yeah. Um, so you go in the attic, and then you see a bunch of, like, discarded gifts and boxes and stuff. Uh, and you see photos with um, Constance Hatchaway and her then, at the time, husband and the head. Several husbands. Yeah, several husbands. They we're talking about, like, the most recently yeah, updated yeah. version. Uh, and then the heads disappear. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to her wedding dress in the attic, which then had her like ghost like kind of crawls into. Yeah. Uh, and then she looks like she's about to come at you with the axe. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, oh, there's also the shadowy player, the piano player. Yeah. So that's before. That effect is still so fucking good. It's really good. Um, it's basically, you know, projected. Piano. Yeah. It's an, it's an animatronic piano with a ghost like projected in shadow on the wall of it. So it looks like he's playing. Yeah, and that came that came before I think most of the constants had to weigh like updates. Yeah, that was always a thing. Yeah. Not uh, always a thing. Yeah. More recently. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sorry. That. Um, but uh I think too, like in, in in this update with all the head with all the frames, I believe, don't quote me on this, that the the photos of the marriages are on top of the hat boxes that the ghosts that the husband's heads are supposed to be in that they're on top of hat boxes yeah um regardless possibly they're supposed to be hat boxes and that's where she put their heads yeah i mean that makes sense um and then, makes sense for her yeah the idea is she like gained her fortune by marrying and killing all of her husbands yes um 
And then you see the Hatbox ghost. And he's just there. Yeah, he's just kind of there. <laughs> but like, I think the idea is that he's one of her her husbands. I think they were tag team partners and <laughs> he was helping her. Uh, she was helping My her. reading of it is that, it, that he's one of the husbands and he's like, hey, you cat's my wife over there. And then head in the thing. Yep, she's, you know, yeah, I married her. She did her. this to me. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Um, and like the story, it, you could go on like so many different... YouTube videos have described the story about a haunted mansion in its full lore, and specifically the Disney one. Yeah. There are so many different iterations and interpretations of what is happening <laughs> that, yeah. that like, we're just saying it from our own experience of what we interpreted as. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to my reading of it in a second, um, which I think is kind of the general inference with some changes in beautiful different people's theories and stuff but yeah um, mostly it's it's one kind of idea yeah um so yeah after you see the outbox ghost then you kind of they you tilt back you go past the scary trees your least favorite part yes <laughs> uh and then you um go past the grave digger the only living character in the mansion yes and the uh, doggy yeah and his little doggy uh and they're they they appear super spooked mm -hmm. uh by you uh and by what's going on in the graveyard. Because you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to that. You're a dead guy. Um, so do you want to talk about the graveyard? Yeah, so through the graveyard, you have some of the more, you know, your classic animatronics. Um, you have the mummy drinking out of the mausoleum. You have the two opera singers, though. They're... Uh, they're pretty fun. And then you have a lot, you have a lot of cats. And I think that's newer again, that there are more cats and dogs. Yeah. I think the idea is like, you know, there's always a, the idea of like pets can see spirits that you can't kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you, it's a party. Everyone's partying at the graveyard, kind of continuing the party from the ballroom. And then you're, uh, you start exiting. Uh, and then the ghost host, Crow or Raven says, uh, and a, a watch out for hitchhiking ghosts. A ghost will follow you home. And like you see the three guys, they have names. I don't always remember them, but I know it's like the prisoner. Uh, the one of them is a hatbox ghost face, right? I mean, you know, that's samely designed. Yeah. Uh, the same design of a ghost face, um, out of just like a sunken in man. Yeah. So their names are Ezra Bean, Professor Phineas Plump, and Gus. Yeah, yeah. I love Gus. He's the prisoner, right? I think so. He has the chains on his arm. I don't want to be wrong. Now I have to look. <laughs> so, yeah, you see them hitchhiking and then you go over yes, to Gus the mirror. Yes, the chain. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But Ezra Bean is the one with the top hat and the luggage. Professor Phineas Plump is the one that kind of looks like the hatbox ghost. And then Gus is like the prisoner. Yeah. Um, so then you see them and then you see the mirrors. They're like, oh, a ghost going to follow you home. And then another... I don't, I think it's, it's related to the Pepper's Ghost, but I believe it has a, a different name mm. where they, it is a two-way mirror. They're on the other side, uh, moving in time with your car, yeah. with your, with your doom buggy. Yeah. Uh, and it's real animatronics. And then they are just like lighting it so that it looks like it's in your car. Yeah. Um, and I think they also just go to rotate. Yeah. It will, it will be the same ghost on every three screens. Yeah, exactly. Also, what I forgot to mention is the... <laughs> The uh the haunted the scary the scary aspect of the graveyard is that uh, there are several little jump scares. Oh my god! That are so. From if we're talking original. about stuff we don't like, <laughs> we both don't like the trees. I don't like them. Um, 
they're spooky. It's like that. It's it's that it's that 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 fear of like you can't make out everything in the dark. Yeah, that gets me. Um, and then I don't. I fucking hate those heads because you can see the mechanic. You can see them hiding behind the grave if you're looking for them, and you can you know which graves if you've been on enough times, you know which ones they pop out of. Yeah, basically. But their timing is like, is it randomized or something? Because I can it's never random. catch the timing, and that's what scares me. I'm like, it's gonna pop, it's gonna pop. No, okay, I let my guard on. It pops, you know. It's like, really random because it's like not all of them ever. Not all of the Doom buggies actually, you know. See it. Yeah. It. If you get lucky, you just move very past yeah. it. Yeah. But it was really funny that one time when we wrote it, and it, it is a, it is basically, you know, it's like an, it's not an animatronic. It's just a figure, and it's attached to wires, and it just pulls it up out of a grave ever so often. Yeah. There is one time when we were on it, and one of them was, like, missing its wig and its clothes. So it was literally just, like, the skinniest, tiny face going out of the, yes, of the I remember that. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was like that for a couple of times too. I think we just rode the ride twice in one day. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so then you exit uh, and on your way out. Well, first of all, you exit through catacombs. I, I, I always forget that it's yeah. like you see like 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 underground catacombs yeah. on your way out, and then you see a little Leota saying, Hurry back. It's a little Constance hatch. It's a little Leota. It's a little Constance. Look it up, it's a Leota. Uh, and then you go out and then you I always forget you exit out of a mausoleum yeah yeah so um, so this is one of the things I love right it's a little Leota to, to talk about the stories to talk about um, the immersion uh, like it's Leota yeah, go on. wait hold on sorry hurry back dialogue is given by Constance actually it depends it really? depends well I, don't I guess nobody really knows hold on Hold on, sorry. Derailing, derailing, derailing. <laughs> That's okay. So, like, the conversation we want to have uh, is several things in one, right? It's, um, but I guess to talk about it first, uh, we have to talk about, like, the story that is inferred from it. little Yoda. Yeah. Uh, the story that is inferred from it, mm. at least in my experience, and the, the popular theory that I like, uh, is that you are a guy exploring the mansion, you start seeing, like, you start hearing things and seeing things and getting a bad vibe. Uh, and then you go through into the mansion and then you see Leota summon the ghost and you get scared. You get scared. Yeah. You start running around. You run up to the attic. You see Constance Hatchaway and the Hatbox ghost and you, oh, you got scared. <laughs> I got scared by a dog. So you get scared uh, and you start running. You run up the attic. You you see Constance Hatchaway. You see the Hatbox ghost and you're just so scared out of your mind. You supposedly jump out the window and that's you leaning back. Yeah. Um, and as you fall, your spirit, after you fall, your spirit rises up and that's what the uh, grave digger sees and you join the party as a ghost. So that one, yeah, the, the thousandth happy like, haunt. Again, Haunted Mansion is just a fever dream that you're having. Yeah. <laughs> An out-of-body experience where you're dying. Yeah, you know, you're experiencing this is this. the, this and uh, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride are the two rides where you canonically die. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> but yes, they um, canonically are dead in both. Actually, yeah. technically, I guess in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you're not. You're not you go to hell. Your soul is adding. You, you go to a an afterlife. Like, back in the back in the time when they animated like Lonesome Ghosts and uh, Mister Toad came out, you don't die. Your your snotty little spirit just leaves your body. Yes, that's all that happens. Um. So yeah. So if that's the story that we're working with, this 
which again, I don't love that you kind of have to infer most of that and look up theories to kind of get that. There should be a little bit more of that kind of painted on. Yeah, but it, it goes with like old school Disney rides and like not really knowing what is. Yeah, happening. and there was such a focus on trying to find the vibe that story kind of fell up the wayside a little bit. It, it, it doesn't make it a, a worse ride or anything. No, it doesn't. Um, so... With that story, I think that makes it one of like a, an immersive ride almost on the level of something like Rise of the Resistance to me mm. because it starts at the beginning. It starts as what's that spooky house on the hill? Right. Uh, you, you know, you and your friends always talk yeah, about yeah, like yeah. that spooky ghost, the spooky ghost stories happen there. You go up the winding path, you enter and then the weird things start happening. Um, like, like all of this is like a, it's a slow buildup as like horror movies tend to happen. Yeah. And that's where the immersion is. It starts from the beginning. You're, you're walking through the spooky graveyard, you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then like the ghosts, uh, like the ghosts uh, appear, you get scared, you die, et cetera. And then you exit out the mausoleum and they used to give you a death certificate. So like, it is very immersive in the fact that like, it's trying you're to dead. imply you are dead. <laughs> Uh, truly you're dead you're dead chelsea please <laughs> let your spirit rest you're dead <laughs> i'm dead um hi i'm sean Houston, and i'm dead oh god <laughs> um yeah so like i i love that like if you think about every level of the queue and the ride and the exit yeah it's very immersive yeah i mean it it, it does paint the full picture again going into the, if you're looking at it in that point of view perspective it's painting the full picture that like you are on a journey and then you are dead but you're also having a party yeah exactly uh, and and speaking of the party like um going to the new orleans setting uh well just like really love new orleans he vacationed there a couple of times new orleans Nolans. just kidding uh and he fell in love with the city um and that's part of why it's that it's also because there's a lot of like supernatural like uh, folklore about the city, um, ghosts and vampires and all that. Uh, and then, um, like, add to that too that, like, jazz funerals and New Orleans funerals are this celebration of life. People are carrying coffins and playing trumpets and dancing along the way to the graveyard. Yeah. So it's kind of this bringing this all together where it's like, which is why it works so well that the silly half comes later when you see all the spirits in the graveyard. Yeah. Because the party starts at the graveyard, more or less, at the yeah. cemetery. Um, and I, I just think like that all fits really nicely together with the New Orleans setting. Like they are having a fun party in death in the same way that you, the person living, you know, mourning the person who is lost. Yeah. Have a big party for them. Yeah. I also think, you know... It's like, it's like also bringing the effect of like, let's say you watched something very scary or something very scary happened to you and you're still thinking about it. You would want like some kind of palate cleanser after. So basically like the graveyard is the palate cleanser to going back into Disneyland. Yeah, it's, it's a very, I never thought about that. That's a very good like Disney solution to making a scary thing, right? Yeah. Where it is... It's a fun kind of ghost. Yeah. It's not a ghost that's going to eat your soul. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it ends where it's like, oh, these ghosts are having a great time. It's like, ghost wants it's like, party with like you. don't die. But death is fun for these ghosts. You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's um, it, it's a combination of that and like just Disney kind of nailing that brand of like silliness when it comes to um, like, like kids scary. You know, when you when you think of kids scary, you can think of a couple of like movies you saw as a kid that are fun, spooky. I'm trying to think. Maybe like 
uh, the Wizard of Oz return of Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, you no, are, that's actually no, scary. no, that's actually scary, right? Enchanted like, Christmas? No, that's actually scary. No, like you, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like it's fun, spooky, like maybe like a Disney Channel or a movie kind of. Yeah, thing. oh, like yeah. under wraps or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, so it, it has a bit of that vibe, and I think that comes from the cartooniness of the animatronics. Yeah. Um, and this is something they established with pirates, but I think it's a good idea that they kept that style of animatronics where they're not, they don't look like real people. They look yeah. like, you know, like cartoony drawings. They look like kind of like um, how posters might have been painted of the time of people, you know, yeah. um, like they look like advertisements a little bit of the time too. Yeah. Um, like the big cheeks on the uh, one of the hits I can go stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that all brings it together in this nice, like, like, like spirits are spooky, but there's a little bit of fun in that. And there's a little bit of fun in the afterlife in New Orleans jazz fingers and all that. Yeah, and I think like, that's why, regardless of if they do well at explaining the story and, and communicating the story to you, they nail the vibe 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely like a product of Disney that it's like, you spooky. You're happy. And yes, also like the playful designs of like the people in general or the ghosts in general. Like the mummy. That's not a, that's not a mummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a fun guy yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the mummy, uh, that's kind of another example of like fun, scary. Maybe not necessarily kid, fam- kid scary, but like family friendly, yeah, scary yeah, where it's yeah. like, I mean, yeah, like, oh, a spooky mummy, but it's also, a, you know, a swashbuckling adventure. Well, yeah. And if we got kind of like, you know, derail and talk about like action movies but then they're also like universal monsters there's a lot of that that went on in the early 2000s generally like yeah those it's like just putting two genres together so for here it's like cartoonish fun and spooky times yeah um i have one more artifact i want to share with you go show Um, me so there have been Give me one second. There have been several instances of cast members dressed up like in the ride. Um, not like as like the people who help you on the ride, like in the ride to oh, right. give you a jump scare. There okay. is um, the uh, I believe the earliest one. And this was not super confirmed um, was literally the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, okay. Where? Yeah. So um, there is this interview um, with one of the people who used to play um, some of the jump scare characters mm-hmm. in the rides uh, with Offhand Disney, the YouTube channel. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Um, so uh, at some point in the 80s, a cast member dressed as a Lon Chaney type phantom uh, appeared in the mansion. But it was it, it, so this is hard to confirm because some people think it's just the winter wear for the um for the haunted mansion cast members, uh-huh. which includes like a long coat like that, like that, and then sometimes a top hat if they're being fancy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it, it it's not confirmed if that was there, but that guy eventually did show up as an outside character during Halloween. Uh, but the the most famous and probably the actual first one you see him, you're looking at him. I'm sorry, sorry, derailing. I'm so sorry. I have to. Look up that the Phantom of the Opera was a part of a like a walk around in the 60s. Yeah. What the hell? I even, I don't know if you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is like one of my favorite things. And uh, t- 
to find out that Disneyland actually had a Phantom of the Opera walking yeah. around. Uh, and the Lon Chaney one. Classic, Lon yeah. Chaney, that blows my mind. Maybe we'll get into this and we'll talk about the House of Horrors that used to be in Universal. That is a oh, far-up episode. That is a far-up yeah. episode. Okay, oh so back on track. Um, the, I can't confirm if there was one in the ride or if they had just seen like a cast member fixing some things uh-huh. uh, while wearing the winter gear of the Haunted Mansion, which has that kind of long coat that he's wearing. Yeah. Um, but regardless, the first confirmed one is the Night of the Living Dead spelled with a K. Yeah. Uh, th- this is, uh, this guy didn't play him uh, in this interview, but um, he talks about how um, it was used for jump scares. Um, it first appeared in the 80s, then came back, like it, it appeared in the 80s. It started to become a little bit of a liability because people were punching him. Uh, and then they brought it back for Halloween events where it was like, let, people are expecting to be scared and it's a little bit less likely that they are going to, you know, physically assault someone. Uh-huh. Um, less serious. Sorry. Um, and so, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so he was in the 80s and then he came back in the 90s for Halloween events. And amongst um, amongst the other, uh, when he came back in the 90s, he came back with other guys. He came back with um, a mummy, a grave digger, yep. uh, and a vampire named Lord Ravenscroft. Yep. Uh, and then all of these characters rotated through the mansion in different spots. Uh, I believe the knight usually stayed where he was, though. Um, uh, but they went in the portrait alley, the conservatory, and the graveyard, and then at the very end of the escalator out. Um, some cast members had a remote to alert operators to stop the ride in case anything happened, because like that's a liability. Yeah. Um, and then after the first year of that Halloween event, it was changed up. The vampire was scrapped. The grave digger, grave digger became a dead groom, which I assume was in place of the um, was probably around the spot of uh, where the Hatbox Ghost is. Because uh-huh. um, I said they were in the attic sometimes, I think. Um, or not. Uh, but yeah, so replacing the vampire was the Phantom of the Haunted Mansion, a.k.a. the Spectre, which is this guy. His name was Ian. I, I didn't catch the last name when I was listening. Um, and so uh, he was literally just like a Grim Reaper looking dude. Yeah. Uh, do you want a photo or do you have one up? It looks like that. Uh, and apparently that's a real fucking scythe. That's a real That's scythe? a real scythe. The costume looks like I can get that at Spirit. Yeah, but imagine it in the dark because he said the jaw is articulated. That's crazy. So in the dark, I imagine that's doing a bigger effect than that's just what this crazy. because um, this photo is taken with the lights on. He, he yeah. He, uh, the guy in the interview said a couple of times he got to walk through the mansion with the lights on with like a tour guide. Oh, okay. Uh, and one time he got to do it in his outfit, and then like the regular mansion outfit, and then one time he got to do it in this. They should do that. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, actor claim, the actor claimed it's a real scythe. He appeared uh, three times in 95, uh, 96, and then one other special event. Uh, and that guy, Ian, was the only person to play the Phantom of, of the Haunted Mansion. That's pretty crazy. Um, and then uh, there's the, the, the cast members. There's a funny story he tells. Uh, and again, I, I go check out the offhand Disney interview for the full thing. Um, he, he said that they, in, in a very rare instance, the cast members were allowed to wear these costumes on the ride to give a, you know, because it's a Halloween event. You get right. special, special rules. Uh, and apparently, um, after getting off of Pirates, they encountered two werewolf costume guys who were like their friends. And they were like, uh, what time do you get off? And as he was about to answer, a kid walked by where he couldn't just like speak in yeah. front of the kid like he was being casual. So he had to be like, nine. <laughs> it made the werewolf laugh so hard his teeth came out. 
That's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, it's a part of like the whole haunted experience that when you're working there, you cannot like just leave characters. So I was telling Sean about this time when I was working at uh, Dark Harbor in Long Beach on the Queen Mary and like it was break time and you you just kind of want to like walk and like get like your free meal. But then I had to like not hold my sandwich or visible sandwich and then walk like because i was like a dead girl on the boat so i still like walk there so funny about being at like a haunted attraction and then just like somebody walks by with a sandwich yeah and then like you know walking from like the area to the break area and like legit because this was like what 2014 you have to like actually like clock out yeah and Declothed. Somebody sees you around the corner and they're like, oh, and it's like, oh, uh, it's like, it's haunted baloney. You know what? That's actually what I remember the most of that. It wasn't that like we were going on break. It's that like you, you have to go all the way back to like where they had your costumes to clock out. Yeah. And then you had to clock back in and then walk all the way back to your area. You should have taken advantage of that and had you cross like, uh, at, a, at the end of a long hallway is where you cross so that they see you. It's like, fuck was that? I know. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, one final instance of live actors was recently on the 50th uh, anniversary event. Uh, on top of a lot of these characters appearing uh, as in costume characters in like parades and stuff in yeah, the Haunted yeah. Mansion and shows, uh, the Night of the Living Dead came back, uh, now patrolling the endless hallway instead of jumping in. It's like he would just walk back and forth and like stand out of attention instead of like reaching out. That's so, so good though. That's a better way to do it. You so just it's stand not there to be for a and then you just start walking. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so one of the cast members who originally portrayed the night during its earliest days still worked at the park. Oh. So we got to play it again because he knew how to do it correctly. That's that's great. Uh, and then there was also a uh, a couple of, and during the 50th, this, this is really cool. Uh, some cast members got to sit in the ballroom chairs in the Pepper's Ghost area with like ultraviolet makeup on so that when the lights hit them, they appeared talking to the animatronic that's uh, Pepper Ghost. I would like, love to do that's that. That's so fucking cool. Um, and then apparently uh, they would, uh, they also removed uh, the Hitchhiking Ghost prisoner. Uh-huh. The, uh, Gus was his name and had a guy dressed as him just that's hitchhiking and walking around. That's so funny. It's so fucking fun. I wish we we went during that. Um, yeah, uh, that's all I have for artifacts for this episode. Nice. So, um, so, yeah, uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, anything like what are some of your favorite things on the ride? Um, I think we've talked about it. Uh, the organ player whose name is Victor Geist. Yes. That's fun. I love that. I love that character. I love Leota. Um, I do like how like accessible Haunted Mansion is as a ride. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good it's thing to know. It's just like, like they, you know, they have, um, what's it called? So basically most of the stops on the ride is to let somebody with a wheelchair get onto the ride. Mm-hmm. And then, um, for more accommodating things, they have like AD audio description ready for guests. Um, yeah. they have also handheld captioning. Or guests with hearing disabilities as well, and I was like, "That's that's really like, you know, I I don't know. It's really nice of Disney to like have some things be that kind of accessible." Yeah, like again, it being the Doom buggies, it just kind of like it, you're not because it's not overridden vehicles. You're not 
thinking about them too hard. So when something does have to stop, your brain's not like trying to go through the like mechanics of like, oh, yeah. is somebody getting on? Like, no, no, you're just like, Abby has to stop you. Yeah. You know? And um, that, that part of it too is that like you're stopped on it and it, sometimes it's really scary where you stop. Like when we always get stuck at the tree. Yeah. Worst nightmare. But like, yeah. I mean, that kind of leads me, we'll, we'll get to the things we hate the most about oh. the ride, like or dislike about the ride. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll say this. Uh, let me ask you a question then you could ask me the same. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite? Uh, sorry. Can you guess what my favorite part of the ride is? Can I guess what your yeah. favorite part of the ride is? I mean, technically, you said ballroom. No, like the, like a very specific moment. Oh, specific moment. Like overall, the ballroom has like the area, but what's a specific moment? What's my favorite specific moment? I, I guess? think you like when we go out, like when you when the chair tilts and we go out of the attic. That's a good guess. Uh, it's not the right one. Uh, try one more time. Is it close to that though? No, not in the, not in that area. Oh. Is it when they tell you to put your manos and your brazos in the doom buggy? I don't know. <laughs> um, it is actually before you get on the doom buggy. Yes. Do you want to guess again or should I just tell you? Oh, is it, <laughs> is it a spider web? No, it is. Uh, there's it always floor? it's my way out and uh, then the flash because if you're not paying attention that scrim looks like a pretty convincing ceiling yeah and then it flashes and then it's because there's something really effective about it being a real room up there yeah and then you just seeing an actual fucking skeleton up there yeah uh and like that's and then there's like a lightning storm happening in the in the the open air too yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I love that so much it's really effective uh so now let me try and guess you what you guess is. what mine is yeah okay hmm. i'm gonna say uh is it a very specific part oh yeah, yeah you want me to, you wanted me to think of a very yeah. specific part yeah yeah okay uh is it when the otis says wherever you're at <laughs> No. <laughs> no? No. Okay, let me try one more time. Uh, is it in that area or am I hot or cold? I am. Well, I have one specific one from that area, but it's, it is only for hot dimension all the time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And uh, my, okay. other, my other one, my actual one is just like, it's pretty like explanatory of where it is. Where it is? I mean, do you like the beating heart bride? I like her. I'm not sorry to be uh, the Constance. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I'm not sure I know. It's that. It's so stupid. It's like a history thing, but like because spiderweb. No, it's not the gunshot and spiderweb. <laughs> it's it's literally that they had changed the table setting of the dining room, mm -hmm. and that there's a plate just like a hidden Mickey. <laughs> no, that's a good it's one. Super that's super. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so they changed the china in the dining table. Like yeah. maybe maybe in the nineties. Yeah. To have like a hidden Mickey in the playset. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say too, because I, I mentioned the spider web. Uh, a lot of people know that there's like a spider uh, in the ballroom scene, like hanging on what looks to be a web that is actually a crack in the glass. It's a gunshot. Yeah, from apparently like a gunshot somebody had. Um, and uh, the solution, instead of having to open the roof and replace the glass, the load bearing ghost. Yeah, is to just put a spider there because it kind of looks like a web when yeah. it's cracked. So. 
it, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they actually fix that recently? I think they took it out. I think they took it out, but they put a different spider web there because like people liked it. Yeah, how are you gonna just take out a bunch of spider web people like? Yeah, it's, I love that. Like, I, I love that five dollar solution to a two thousand dollar problem or twenty thousand dollar problem. You know. Now, can you guess what my favorite part of our haunted mansion holiday is in Leona's room? Uh oh shoot! It's again. It's very. It's when she's like doing the tall days of Christmas. As, she's doing her bits. Yeah, and the little devil toy is like ringing the bell. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that little devil toy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a bat. Yeah. Vampire. But that that spider thing is like speaking to how like a lot of these effects are simple but effective. Yeah. It's like that in it's I like that that carried on to modern imagineers trying right. to fix a problem. I know? also think it wasn't like the only thing that got shot at. Yeah. There were other <laughs> there were other things that they got shot at for some reason. We don't stop to socialize. Uh hey, we are adding a little extra segment to this because literally what like the day after we recorded we had uh some news about the mansion come out yes like the first major oh sorry go on no i was gonna say on august 29th big big news good (laughs) good news (laughs) i just want to bring it out there for you um yeah so like the first major mansion change in what since the hatbox ghost really probably I yeah. thought, like everything's I been mean, minor in updates. Yeah, I mean other changes and then you like, know, like well, taking out fast pass. I mean it's all external also, though too. It's it's well, not if that's the case, then adding in the whole like, oh, taking out putting in a fast pass station, taking out a fast pass station. Yeah. That's kind of new too. Yeah. So so what it is is utilizing that old fast pass area and then I think they're tearing down the other queue. Like the existing queue that we were talking about that's near mm-hmm. like, you know, where you look up and there's gravestones up on the hill. Right. But getting rid of that and they're combining it with some of the fast pass area and like the surround. No, no, I think the fast pass area. Okay, this is where I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know if they're taking out the so, top part of those. You know, fans have, fans will have seen this. this um, and we can, you know, the, yeah, share well, we it can share the image later but it's on. Like, it, it, it's... My guess is that the winding path is going to still be there. Yes. But I think now it's going to go in reverse. I I kind of think that they're just going to add a little butt to it. Like a little that like that. What the picture is showing is like just where like, again, where the fast pass. The queue. Yeah. Again, where the fast pass used to be. I think they're just going to add an, a little a little. Another loop around for traffic, because if you think about it. Yeah, but he, here, right, right here. Yeah. Like that's that curb is where it used to be. So I think they're combining the two areas into one bigger area, and that's going to be bigger than it looks. Probably. I mean, again, they're if, updating the queue. Is yeah. The short version of it. it we should have started at the top of the hour that Haunted Mansion is getting an expansion around where the queue is and then around the other side that's closest to Splash Mountain. Yeah, so the two main things that are happening are they're uh, they're updating the queue to make it more immersive. You're going through like their garden versus just kind of like shoved into the back side of the mansion, which yeah. is what it normally is. Yeah. Uh, and then when you exit, you are now exiting through a gift shop, which is a carriage house, I guess they said, um, which I, I think is more or less a term for like a... Uh, a guest house where if somebody is passing through on carriage in olden times is where they they set their carriage and sit for the night, you know. 
Um, and Leota was a visitor, a frequent visitor He's of like, the mansion as like a, uh, what's it, as a medium. So you're saying it's like an old-timey garage for horses? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like a guest house. Okay. Um, and since Leota was like a frequent guest, it, it eventually became hers is what they're saying. Like it's, uh, what's it? Uh it's it's time we felt uh, we felt it was time to continue her presence beyond the walls of the haunted mansion with the all new retail shop. This carriage house of the mansion belonging to Leota will be a standalone shop that we are just dying to tell you more about in the future. So it's it's Love a gift it. shop themed Puns. like a carriage house, which I yeah, guess I mean, let's, let's do the live research. I, you talk going. I believe in Florida, Madame Leota has the moment Memento Mori's shop. So I think they're just adding a new uh, adding a new store because you know there's not enough disney store merch additions in that place and we can talk about that later on we can have a whole discussion about how many marvel stores there are yeah <laughs> but uh, uh yeah they, i mean they're adding gift shop and like first of all like when you exit haunted mansion right now it's just like maybe like three like three carts of merch and it's usually like nightmare before Christmas yeah, merch. Okay, so, so they're just putting it in a house. In modern usage, the term carriage house has taken on several, several additional somewhat overlapping meanings. Buildings that were originally true carriage houses that have been converted to other uses, such as secondary suites, apartments, guest houses, automobile garages, offices, workshops, retail shops. So it's, it's a guest house that may still like, it's a garage for your friends it, it, to it, live in. It might in. have been a carriage house at some point and maybe still serves the role of a carriage house for like when Leota visited, but becomes because she was such a frequent visitor, it became her house. It's a uh, it's a uh, master Gracie adding a new house because he needs the rent money f to collect <laughs> from other people. I mean, I think it was if we're seeing Leota as like a uh, um, a medium who would frequent yeah, the no, mansion. that makes sense. Yeah. I um, mean, I think it, it's it's one of those things that's left to interpretation, but it, it is kind of those lore drops that I like where it's like asking you to do a lot of inferring while also asking you to spend thirty four dollars yeah. on something. Oh, yeah. It's going to be filled with crap. It's um, <laughs> going to be filled with more, and not just horse crap. We didn't even discuss this earlier. It's just going to be filled with more plaid. I mean, they're just going to it's they're <laughs> I imagine they're just going to change over that one store into all pirates and move that kind, all of that, the mansion stuff I over mean, here. like on, yeah. on their move of categorizing things and, you know, trying to organize the park. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense to just uh, put all of the mansion stuff right there. Yeah. And this seems like a pretty good update to do because that queue is a little bare, not bad, just bare. Uh, and if they're not using the surrounding area and in turn, that gives them the chance to turn this into something a little bit more extravagant. That doesn't again, this isn't much effort. It's building a few walls, building a few uh, paths and then adding some plants. Yeah. And they said they're going to add the one eyed cat, which is like an unused uh, detail from Exitensio. Uh, it's just like an unused design that they didn't put in the mansion originally so that's you know that's always cool to put in something that was meant for it before but then it's just oh there. it's this that we see when we walk in yeah i forgot about that the uh the cat with like the one glowing eye that's a statue um and then but i don't know if that's just florida no we have that when we walk in oh yeah yeah what well, right when you're about to board maybe um, we're maybe we're on maybe we're <laughs> Cause now I think I am, I'm remembering it. I'm like, Oh, we didn't even talk about that cat. Yeah. 
Um, this is a whole new addition that we forgot <laughs> for facts. Um, but yeah, so it's a nice little update. Like uh, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's nice that they're remembering to keep it new and keep it fresh without touching the stuff that I think people would be mad if they kind of changed. So yes, it's a good little update and use of the space because the space has just been sitting there. Yes, um, and then also nearby they're changing the plaza to uh, be a little bit more um, park like. To fit with Tiana's palace. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's about it. We just wanted to add this uh, so we didn't get uh, what uh, called out for not covering the news <laughs> because we're, we're stacking up our first couple episodes just for a little, you know, peek behind the curtain just so we have um, a backlog build up. Right. And, you know, any kind of addition to Haunted Mansion or anything in the park counts as breaking news. Yeah. And we want to like, especially because it happened so soon after. If this happened like two weeks after, we probably wouldn't be adding this to I'm the just episode. Saying, someone heard you on Twitter and was like, oh, this guy's going to talk about Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so I'm going to add a bunch of shit. But uh, yeah, just wanted to add that to it. Uh, we'll probably just edit this in in a little spot. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Although reminder, if this does come out before September 9th, D23 is releasing a bunch of no- more news. Fuck, we got to hurry up. Oh, God. <laughs> thank- All right. Thank you for listening. We don't even have to put thank you for listening because it's in the middle, maybe. Or then you can put that then. We can tell them thank you as many times as we want. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. You, you specifically. I love you. Who are you? Um, I think that about covers everything. I mean, obviously, like everything specifically Ponte Mansion. No, like we're obviously going to come back to this. Like, yeah. we we have no limit on how many times we do a thing. We wanted like an appetizer, a, a move boost to the whole yeah. thing, and we thought like, hey, we. We could probably talk a lot about Haunted Mansion, so here is why. Yeah, and for sure when we bring on guests, they'll have things to say about it. We'll yeah, talk about it. Haunted Mansion revisited. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I think that that's everything I've written down. Anything else you want to bring up before we? Yes, I have some notable factoids to Go share. On. All right. So we did talk about Haunted Mansion Holiday. Um, it started in two thousand and one, on October third. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I am really specific. No, it's no, not no, because like, of Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. It has nothing to do with Full Metal Alchemist. No, 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 no. Because no, I was looking directly at the Full Metal Alchemist thing behind us and I didn't even fucking realize. Okay. Yeah. So, Haunted Mansion Holiday came in 2001. Haunted Mansion Holiday is basically an overlay of Haunted Mansion with Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, they include things like all the Nightmare Before Christmas characters. They always it's have a coalescing story. I'm not a fan. So I was just talking about it a little bit. They always have a different gingerbread on the dining table. Yeah, there's a lot of things to like about it's it. It's a like real gingerbread. Wise, right? It, yes, yeah. it's a real gingerbread house that they donate to bees. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, instead of like, I'm just going through some of the little facts. So like, instead of the grave digger, it's Jack Skeleton welcoming you. It's and it's a good animatronic. Yeah. And Sally's really well yeah, done. So, Sally was recently added maybe a couple years ago, and she's yeah. just looking at Jack, and then the Oogie Boogie animatronic yeah, I mean, is very is good very as good. well. But, um, like, yes. Yeah. Just overall, it, it doesn't make sense what the story is, like, at all. It's just them taking over the house. Yeah. They have it, I think, also for Florida, and I think they also added it for Tokyo recently, too. No, they still don't do it for Florida. They don't do it for Florida? Nope, they only did it for Tokyo, I think. 
Um, regardless, yeah, that, that's a whole other episode on its own. Um, but uh, that about does it for like the general conversation. I know you have some stuff prepared about uh, about uh, food items. I do, but I still have facts. Oh, I'm so sorry. I still have my own I'm sorry. facts that I was please, going Please, please continue. I'm sorry. All right. So, Haunted Mansion Holiday. We're past it. Um, so, other iterations of Haunted Mansion. There's Magic Kingdom, which is generally Haunted Mansion with a like ramped the stair- up. I like the staircase in that. I yeah. think it's a really cool effect. I wish if they had room for it here, they had it. They have a more interactive queue, which is kind of cool. And their Haunted Mansion was built in 71. And with it more is, Victorian architecture. Yeah. Right? yeah. It, so because that one is located in Liberty Square. Right. So it's more Victorian. And yeah. then for Tokyo Disneyland, it's basically a carbon copy of Magic Kingdom. And that is in their Fantasyland. And that was created in 1983. And then Disneyland Paris uh, has Phantom Manor. Which, honestly, as much as I love Haunted Mansion, because of how like honed in the story is, is uh, of that one is and how it incorporates Thunder Mountain into it, yeah, that one is probably like the top tier. Yeah. It's have- like the best one conceptually. Yeah, and I, I did look on it and said that it has some of the like... Some of the influence is from Phantom of the Opera, which is the French novel in the beginning. Yeah. So, uh... Phantom Manor was made in What's his name? Um, uh, uh, Vincent Price. Yeah. He's the fucking voice of the Phantom. Yeah. And for, he was originally going to be the voice of the Haunted Mansion, too, at some point. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Phantom Manor just celebrated its 30th anniversary. They had, like, the actual Phantom and the Bride there. Um, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the newest one is Hong Kong Disneyland Mystic Point Mystic Manor. It kind of just takes... It takes a lesson from like Haunted Mansion of being something that has, you know, mystical powers in a house. You yeah, the house is coming to life, but it's more of a magical thing than that. It's it's way more cuter. Well, yeah, I mean, it's in general. Cuter and the effects are really good. Yeah, it has more to do with like how death and, and the afterlife and spirit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, it's, more, it's more about like artifacts, museum type of things. Because you're yeah. following like. They're coming story. to life because of magic, not because yeah. of this. Yeah, and, and that that, one, that's a fantastic solution. Yeah, and that one was made in. Uh, 2013. Um, and it incorporates into uh, Society of Explorers Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I did go through some of the footage of like early Haunted Mansion. So, like in 69, I did talk about the Disney 10th anniversary showcase for War- uh, Wonderful World of Color. That's where you can get more if you wanted to learn more about Haunted Mansion. Some of the concepts Walt Disney goes through it. He, uh, he is touring like the bicentennial Disney tour guide woman about and talking about some of the effects that go on. They also have the World of Color special where Kurt Russell takes the Osmonds through Haunted Mansion. And that is a more in-depth <laughs> tour of like what is going on with these special effects. You yeah. see baby Kurt Russell. That's pretty fun. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I would say that also we talked about the trees being spooky. I can show you a video of where they are the least spooky. Um, if you go ahead and watch the Disney sing-along version oh, yeah. of Disneyland <laughs> Fun. Um, yes. Yeah, so they have a karaoke version of Grim Grinning Ghosts with a bunch of dancing trees. You know what I'm hitting at every time we go to karaoke? <laughs> it's Grim Grinning Ghosts. <laughs> um, and then other other media presences of Haunted Mansion goes from the Haunted Mansion 2003, the movie with Eddie Murphy. Um, shout out to Rick Baker who did all the special effects. And then we also have the video game that came out at the same time as Haunted Mansion 2003. And then there's also... We should stream that. 
Yes, put a note. Um, there are also some other live action instances of Haunted Mansion where we go from Once Upon a Time, Madame Leota, which I don't want to really get into. But she- oh, fuck, I forgot about that. So yeah, Madame Leota does appear in Once Upon a Time in season, I think, seven. And then we have the recent Muppet Haunted Mansion that came out in 2000 and 2021. And then most recently, Haunted Mansion 2023, the movie with Licky Stanfield, Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Rosario Dotson. That was my little tidbits of more Haunted Mansion thingies that came out. <laughs> you also have a segment. Yes, I do. Um, if you know me, <laughs> if you know who I am, I'm very into themed food. Um, this is... I don't know when it started, but this is a thing that I research, look at, review. If you ever um, watch just stream games, we have you have just like brought up Denny's menus of yesteryear. You only talk about the Denny's menu, but yes, I, I usually do show you weird things about food when you're streaming. Because like, <laughs> what else am I going to do? I can't always play the video game. Anyways, this segment, should we just call it, this is, trail, this is my segment called Trail Mix. We should have put in that intro that, like, yeah, attraction news is awesome because we're outdoors. Yeah, yeah. It seems it, it better when we introduce the guests. But, yeah, it, it's, it, like, the theme of it is, like, attraction news kind of sounds like pioneers slash, like, like scouts slash park rangers. So it's I'm a little bit like... pioneer. Our, our, our pseudo theme is the idea that, like, the theme parks are a landscape we're exploring and, and, and um, you know, like, being park rangers for and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So let's... We can go through some of the trail mix, which is some of the theme foods around and about Haunted Mansion. So first, yeah, so for the 50th anniversary, um, we did uh, try the... Hitchhiking Ghost Blue Velvet Cake at one point. Which you had to remind me we did. I totally forgot about Yeah, that. so it's basically a blue velvet cake cut out to look like a doom buggy with like a white chocolate hitchhiking ghost in it. Yeah. The other thing from the 50th anniversary era that we have tried was the wedding cake, which was a white cake with buttercream frosting. Which I spilled on myself. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was also... Yeah, it was also... I embarrassed you that day at Disneyland. <laughs> so yeah, it was a white cake, buttercream frosting... Sour cherries, cream cheese frost, cream cheese frosting, and oh, cream cheese filling, and it finished with a splatter of cherry sauce, which Sean mentioned he dropped all over himself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the 50th anniversary, we, they also sold a uh, a set where you can get all three of the hitchhiking ghosts as popcorn buckets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for like the general things that you could get around haunted mansion. Wait, how do you fit? Them popcorn were, in them. It, were, it wasn't like them. It was like a like the tomb behind them. You oh, the in. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> been like that. It would have been like twenty pieces of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these popcorn buckets later on. They're yeah. just crazy. All right. So um, on your trip to Haunted Mansion, you could find the classic clam chowder in a bread bowl. You can get that at Harbor Galley. They have limited lobster mac in a bread bowl as well. Spicy lobster mac. Yes. And oh, then, how I miss it so. <laughs> generally at Mr. Harbor, Disney, please. <laughs> please. Just no more chili. Just Mr. Please. Iger, please. I beg of you oh, one thing only. Don't talk about them today. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then at Harbor Galley, you can also get the lobster roll. And mm. then coming or starting on the 29th, they're going to be 
serving uh, like mushroom, vegetable, and farro stew in a bread bowl. So they have new, new uh, vegetarian options. Mm. Um, and then right now, or yeah, right now for Haunted Mansion, the movie coming out, they did have a hot, hat, hot box, hat box of those zipper that you can get. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, uh, we, we were debating like what is and isn't considered New Orleans food and thus more related to Haunted Mansion and yeah. not, um, like pirates. Pirates, yeah. Because like pirates is like, like pirates is New, is New Orleans because I believe the Caribbean is off the coast of New Orleans, right? I don't know. I don't know maps. <laughs> I don't know maps. Anyway, regardless, it, it, it leans more towards Haunted Mansion than it does Pirates in my mind. Well, I think there is. So a I think anything that's like New Orleans food, like jambalaya specifically, or like gumbo or whatever, well, you know, yeah. that's more like that is New Orleans food. I think, I think technically there is a divide, at least now dividing factor because of Tiana's Palace coming out. Um, also around Haunted Mansion, if you do get hungry, there is a popcorn cart, a regular one. Yeah. Um, they're selling a new, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, the mayor's car is a popcorn bucket. Okay. Uh, with, the uh, with the little kids on it and the mayor. I guess. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, we did talk about New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. fun facts. The little, uh, guy, uh, operating, you know, the, the fake little, uh, crank. Yeah. The little figure that's operating the crank in the popcorn machine display. Mm-hmm. Um, that is supposed to be a launching, uh, uh, Phantom. <gasps> what? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. During Haunted Mansion Holiday, it is Boogie Boogie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then in Cafe Orleans right now, they do have a Haunted Mansion-inspired prefix menu. You can get gumbo and salad. You can get a seafood boil and risotto. Yeah, see, those are those are New Orleans. Yeah, and yeah. then they are also having this little new, like, Haunted Mansion, Mansion candle cake. Oh, shit. It's like a candle. That kind of rocks. Yeah. And then they are also welcoming their new neighbor, Tiana Palace, which, if you've seen the menu, and it's coming out on the 7th, uh, September 7th. The menu looks really good. Hell yeah. And then again, the other thing that came out this month was the Trader Sam's uh, Tiki for Hot Hot Lux Ghost. Oh, it's kind of I know. It's just so hard to get those tikis at Trader Sam's. Also, Sam's. so hard to be invested in Hot Box Ghost because Jared Leto sucked ass. <laughs> also, like, yeah, that's true. Oh, and then again for Haunted Mansion at Cinemark, they did have a Oh yeah, that I'm yeah. I wish it was a little nicer. I would have gotten it. Yeah, I mean, we don't technically go to cinema. Yeah, it's just true. in general, but yeah. Yeah. That's my Trillmix corner. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're lovely. welcome. I feel like I I could do more, but I mean that's that was more B ones that came out recently and then yeah. ones that came out through. I love day. that candle. That's like one of the like most like well done things yeah, they've done in a while. The picture of the candle Yeah, I'll try to collect the pictures we talked about. I think like but uh, well, maybe more recently and I think that has to go with like having the I think in Disney World they had the Hocus Pocus candle as a cake too. They had it. So like, this was like they were changing up the color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like how the gray food is always just like yeah, just Oreo, different yeah. <laughs> Oreo. They have a Halloween one where it's kind of orange too. Yeah. Um. I think that about does it. Uh, have, time for our oh, you have two more. Yeah, two Please. more things. I, you said you I wanted to ask you what was your favorite tombstone pun. Oh, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, there are a couple. There's Master Gracie late to rest, no more. I mean, please at his request. That's a good one. That's not much of a pun. That's it more is about. Nice and poem. then that one is the one that's like you know, 
an honor of real Gracie. Yeah, and Gracie permeates the lore as a person. Yeah, there's and also part of the movie and stuff. Yeah, and then there's also uh, Rolo Rumpkin lived and died of friendly bumpkin, which is a homage to Rolling Crumbs. Yeah. Um. Oh, I didn't even mention this earlier in the history part. Is that uh, Grim Green Ghost? The song, the main theme of Haunted Mansion was. Uh, it w- the music was created by Buddy Baker, but the lyrics are created by Exitensio. Exitensio. <laughs> and um, the lyrics came about because while he was working, he was just saying lyrics. <laughs> and they that were like, like we're going to use it. That sounds like you. Yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, yeah, those are some of the puns. In the graveyard. I know there was a dog one. I think that one. Oh, yeah. Hold on. That, that might be great because it looks like Rita because it's like a greyhound looking dog. Yeah. Uh, type, type. No, no. Uh, pet cemetery. Yeah. So, like, that was a newer installation of the pet cemetery. Let's see. Uh, Fifi the poodle. Where's the, the greyhound? Is it not Fifi? Not Deefy though. Hold on. No, it's like this. Uh, it's like this dog. Can't seem to find the description of it, but yeah. Um, oh, Big Jake is right here. Lies my good dog Jake chasing a toad down a well was his one mistake. There it is. That's kind of a good one. There it is. I um, still have to ask my own questions um, from all of the live action Yodas that have been. Uh, who is your favorite? You can uh, choose between Jennifer Tilly from Hot to Match in 2003, uh, Susie Jack. I can't pronounce your name. I'm so sorry. Uh, the one from Haunted Mansion in Once Upon a Time. You can choose between Miss Piggy 2021 or Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, I mean, obviously, Miss Piggy, just in general, right? Um, but uh, I think Jamie Lee Curtis because it... it oh, God, you know what? Actually... Jamie Lee Curtis, I like because it's deciding to go in a new direction. Mm-hmm. But I think that also applies to the Eddie Murphy one. Yeah, Jennifer Tilly's is really cool. Because it's like uh, giving her curly hair makes it look like her hair is part of the smoke. And it kind of makes her more this like spiritual vapor. I think that's like a cool effect. So that was filmed. She had a full red curly wig. Really? Yeah. And then it's probably just adjusting the color levels. I think yeah, it actually yeah. does more for it. Yeah. Um, I like how Jamie Lee Curtis's work, but I, I think I think Jennifer Tilly is actually really creative and fun. How's this taking the favorite? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's a given. Um, so uh, that's it for that seg- segment. We have two more segments. Okay, um, so many segments. Sorry, I know. No, uh, I mean, again, we're, just, we're introducing them all. We're getting the hang of it. Not so excited. So, so one go. of them. Uh, if you listen to Sonic Podcast Adventure, my Sonic podcast, I do a segment called Drop in Rings, okay. where it's a Price is Right guessing game uh, based on products that are based on Sonic. So we're going to do a similar one called The Gift Shop. Oh, God. Um, and I have this right here. Please do not look at those for a moment. Uh, I love a PowerPoint. Uh, I have to do it this way. I'll say only preference, oh, God, because I've seen some of the Sonic stuff, and I'm like, yeah. how do you well, how do you scour the this internet? One, so so there was recently the Van Eaton um, yeah. uh, gallery and uh, auction, and we were, we wanted to go and then realized we might not be able to afford it. Um, so yeah, we realized I found a few of the prices that these went for, So uh, and, and as well as some other things from eBay. Okay. Uh, and you're going to try and guess what's what here. Okay. Uh, what is with that? Okay, so this Doom Buggy... 
like a real doom buggy was for sale at the vending gallery. Okay. Uh, and the estimation was around, let's see, it said 3,000 to, uh, let's, wait, it's, it's almost too small for me. Um, it said like 30,000 to 50,000 was the estimate, right? Yeah, this is the Eaton Gallery one, right? Yes. 300,000. 300,000? Yes. Oop. It was 170,000. I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up, we have the Hitchhiking Ghosts from the Vanity Gallery. 200,000. <laughs> These are from uh, Disney World before they digitized their effects. These are the real ones that were behind the mirror. 300,000. 300,000? Yes. Thir- 320. I knew what. See, but this is me cheating. I knew one of them was around 300,000. Yeah, yeah, that's, right, that's right. This is just a fun little guessing game. Okay. Um, segment of brick from the haunted mist exterior is that from eaton gallery or yes they... that was eaton gallery what? yeah that was the one i wanted to get but it, it was to see the, <laughs> wants to see the price Seventy-five thousand. Seventy-five thousand. yeah it's only 1900 which could have bought that but we should <laughs> oh we should it we could have bought a brick okay okay uh these hitchhiking ghost packs which they're delightful. I kind of like these. Uh, these are just from eBay. These are just some old Haunted Mason merch. Uh, you have all three of the Hitchhiking Ghosts as fun cartoony masks. Uh, is it? Was it sold as a just the eBay collection? Uh, yeah, together as the eBay. Price. Eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. One hundred nineteen. I feel like I was. They're rare. Little like, well, or rather, when there's a limited run of merch like this, they end up getting a higher price. See how um, much Phineas really does look like. Haunted Mansion Crocs. These are eBay? These are from eBay. These are from Disney, huh? You see, they have the little Mickey shapes instead of the just the holes. Uh, and they have the wallpaper on them. Can I ask the year? <laughs> I don't know the year. <laughs> Let's see, a regular croc around. I want to say regular crocs are like 60 bucks now. Yeah. Right? They're like one they're like 150. 150? Seventy nine ninety five. You know what? I could buy it those. To be yours. Seventy nine ninety five. All right. Uh, I believe this is my last one. Oh. Um, this Madame Leota crystal ball Halloween decoration. Look at how awful. Why does it look like Rosie O'Donnell? This is it eBay? Yeah. This is definitely like spirit. Yeah, it's like a spirit only, but God, look at the face. I know, but I feel like I've seen this. I think it's only like forty nine ninety nine. What the sh- resale value? Shoot. Because these aren't available anymore. $134. Well, that's crazy because, like, I just maybe like last year when I bought like the Haunted Mist. Somebody probably went one of them up. Oh, that's true. It's a fandom. People buy them up and that's sell them. That's true. Uh, and uh, that is it for now. Wow. Uh, we'll return to the gift shop next time. Oh. And now our final segment. I'm so sorry we have so many segments. Uh, our final segment We're is learning. Uh, guest relations, where we take some uh, QA from people. We're uh, learning in a safe space how to podcast. From fans together. and friends of the podcast. Yes. Uh, and these three are from a uh, friend of the podcast. Let me know if you found any more on the Twitter post. Oh, right. Um, um, but uh, this one is from uh, Brian, a friend of ours, uh, and he asks, uh, what is the correct length of time for the Haunted Mansion Nightmare Before Christmas overlay? Very good question. Uh, my ideal is um, beginning of October till end of December, but you start construction in the first week or you sorry, you start the over you, you like start the renovation of the overlay in beginning of October. Mm. And then you finish it as soon as Christmas is over. Mm. Like it has to be out before New Year's. Okay. If we're going from... I think that's plenty of time for tourists to come see it. Okay. Because it it technically stays from like September to January now. Mm -hmm. Like I think it stays from January. Oh, no, sorry. 
it's day, it's it's starting now, like September first, it and then it goes like September first, and it goes all the way to like January. Like I think it stops. 31st. No, 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 it doesn't. Because I think it stops in the middle of January, and then they yeah. take the couple of weeks to take it off, it's which February. means that it's through the end of January to finish it, uh, and it's closed beginning of September. It's like closed in the middle of August when, to make it. When we went in February, wasn't it closed? Maybe. Okay. Um. Honestly, if I went by like how the movie is for Nightmare, <laughs> it should start October thirty first. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, first week of October. You the first couple of weeks of October, you can close it and and do maintenance. That's yeah. fine. The end of October. It is a you Thanksgiving movie. You experience it through November. You experience it all the way up until Christmas, and then like day after Christmas, you start taking it down. Yeah, it's technically like they they technically are getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, like like a Halloween has passed already. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you go by the movie standard, we'll, we'll get on this forever. I know because someone's gonna come out and be like, "I love Haunted Mansion all day." I'm like, cool. I'm glad you do. It is an overlay. It is not. It should not be four months out of the year. Also, if you're gonna make an ornament about Haunted Mansion, you should probably also make a regular one because there's only the that one where you turn yeah. it around and it's Haunted Mansion yeah. all day. Um, there okay. are no Twitter questions, this, by the way. Uh, okay, cool. This uh, The second question is from uh, Alex Scrodens, another friend of, uh, friend of ours. Of the pod. Pod, friend of the pod. Um, if you could add something to the Haunted Mansion, what would it be? Uh, which, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what? Phantom of the Opera. Yes. I'm gonna expand that into like, what fixes would you make as well if you wanna answer that way? My one fix would be clean that fucking screen. I know they did recently, they need to clean it more often. I think, I mean, yeah, they clean it maybe like once a year. Yeah. You're just but, seeing it at its dirtiest yeah. time. Um, but if I had to like, um, uh, add something, uh, I would say, um, I think a little, a few touches that kind of bring the story together and make it less of, you have to guess the story, mm-hmm. you know, some stuff like, um, you know, like, like maybe Constance acts aims at the hatbox ghost, like you she's would, like aiming, to, like like you would add more like plot devices. Yeah, to, like just connecting thread. It doesn't have to be hard. Like this is the story. It's like just a few things that kind of tell you what's going on. Okay, I would add the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> end of end of answer. <laughs> no, no, because I was thinking about it, but I would think that like. I would add more to like the hallway parts. They kind of be funny if you like had like in hand. <laughs> okay, so in Phantom of the Opera 2004 the movie, there's the hallway you walk through and the, the like. The I know what you're talking about. Hands. Yeah, that's I what would you're put that about. into the haunted. Mansion. Honestly, you could probably make that work. <laughs> we have to, you know. But then this hallway's kind of already doing that. Yeah, I mean, there was. The, I think adding like little wide characters like once in a while wouldn't hurt yeah i think that would be fine yeah um and then our final question is uh from a friend of the pod as well as the maker of our theme song uh jacob strick asks favorite place to be when the ride breaks down least favorite is definitely by the trees least favorite is facing the trees um i mean i know it's a simple and probably common answer ballroom because you get to look at it, you get to like take it segment by segment and look at all the cool things going on. I mean, that's the best part of like the I ride. always find something new when I look Yeah, there. the best part about the ride stopping or breaking down is that you get to have like more time to take in every detail. I think I would pick Leota's room. I, mm. I kind of like just like sitting in there and like sometimes stuff is still going on. So you still see some of the things move. That's why you can see some of like the the backstageness to it when you see the ball moving around um 
I would also say least favorite thing to stop at is like in front of one of the tombs with the jump scares. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, just I'll, like standing there is just like, oh. I'll also say like, if I had to fix something a little, I, I wish Leota's seance room had a bit more decoration to it. Yeah. It's just the floating instruments. And I feel like there's so many other great, like grand architecture to some of these rooms that I'm like, you can at least add some like candles surrounding us yeah. or like a hallway down the I, um, you know what i mean hand like, candles i told you hand sconces yeah. golden yeah. hand sconces <laughs> um um but yeah that does it for guest relations uh and that does it for our first episode we did it I we did it we, we, we survived uh wait we can't say that <laughs> we can't steal from that podcast um, oh my know. god i just realized what you said yeah um so our sign off uh first is uh here uh, uh, well uh, we made it through um Chelsea, here is your 1,000th uh, haunt merit badge. Thank you. Uh, for, your, for your time here. Thank you. Uh, and uh, do you have a merit badge for, for me? Yes. Here is your merit badge for uh, gunshots and spider webs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's so much better than mine. Mine looks so basic next to that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll wear this with pride. Uh, and uh, tell, me, tell the folks at home where you set up your camp, Chelsea. My camp is set up on Instagram and Twitter at Chelk Cruzy and at Arts and Crabs uh, on Instagram. Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, and I'm setting up camp at Shauna, your son. That's S-E-A-N, the number eight, U-R-S-O-N, uh, on Twitter and Blue Sky. And sometimes I'm active on Instagram, not very uh, often. Um, but uh, you can find all of my research and writing work uh, on those platforms. If you would like to follow our Bark Ranger, Rita, too, she's on Instagram at Rita Repulsa. Bark Ranger. <laughs> we can't. We don't have to get into that store. We'll get <laughs> Yosemite is a different episode. Uh, <laughs> Is this the themed experience? <laughs> Looking at nature. It's it's giving nature. It's giving meadows. The, the theme is nature. <laughs> All right, we have to end the podcast. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, and uh, please follow us. Uh, we'll, we'll get a social for the podcast eventually, but just follow us for now. I think you're just saying that in general. Maybe you should build that before. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so uh, please follow us. Uh, and thank you for listening. Should I, should I, should I take, that, take us out on a jump? Yeah. <clears throat> when a crib doors quick, when tombstones quake, spooks come out for a singing wake. Happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning goats come out to grim grinning goats. Goats. I said goats. It's been, goats it's been ruined. You know what? <laughs> okay, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.